morning, everyone. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. We have a special Zoom recording of Table for Two during this corona season, and we hope it'll pass by very soon. We have an incredible show for you and a bit of a Pesach recap. Even though Pesach ended not that long ago, we're kind of like moved on past it. But because Pesach, I'm so Pesach-centric and just want to, and we haven't had a show since Pesach, I just want to catch up, hear how you're doing, how everything went. So I'm really excited to do today's show. Um, I have a special guest all the way from California. Um, we're actually, this was a very special show because I'm in New York. My guest, Donnie Schwartz of Passover Listings is in California. And Avrami, who's Zooming the show, recording, producing is all the way in Ramat Beit Shemesh, Israel. So, so we are we are like all over the globe, and we're still together. I think it's a sign of the times right now. So, okay, so I'm going to skip the very long intro because our shows are only half an hour during this season. Um, which, as I keep saying, which I hope will pass soon. I miss flying around. Um, but let's just do a little bit of a recap from Pesach. Um, my family was. Um, divided, two kids in Israel, two kids at home with us. Um, we ate well, we slept well, we slept a lot. We went a lot of walks, but we, you know, we had to um, stay away from everyone. We wore our gloves when we went outside and our masks. Um, but like on Yontif, we just needed a fresh air, with the, which the rabbis did encourage. But as long as you didn't stop and chat to anyone and you just, you have to get fresh air and a little bit of sunshine. And I really feel like every day I must, sit outside for 10 minutes because I need to get that vitamin D, even though like even today as I'm recording this, it's a little bit nippy in New York. We need sunshine and we need to clear our heads and it's really important to get um, outside. So we went outside a little bit and then we played a lot of tickets to ride. I'm not sure if any of you guys are familiar with this game, but it is something absolutely fantastic that, uh, again, the whole family can get into. We, we like, and it takes like 45 minutes to an hour to play. So when you play two games, it takes up nearly two hours. You're like, oh, this is good. Um, so we really had a great time. And then just like that, Pesach ended. Um, it was definitely a Pesach that we will all remember. We all had these grand plans um, and they have changed. They change fast. And, you know, it was really hard to mentally wrap your head around it because it was so fast. Like, Things were going great. Everyone's busy with Mishloch Manod, and some people thought a little bit about Pesach beforehand if you were staying home. Um, most people who were getting a, going away, you know, they were probably starting to shop shoes, clothes, bathing suits, depends on when you were going. And then, boom, this thing hit, and the, one by one, we saw the domino effect of the Pesach programs closing, and then the realization nobody's going on planet Earth anywhere all by Hashem's design, and it was a beautiful Pesach. A lot of us were separated from loved ones. Me my parents were in Australia, the two of them by themselves. Um, kids in Israel, my daughter had to make Pesach for the first time by herself without me, who has written a Pesach by herself. But, you know, we had the outlook, so long as we're healthy, we follow the rules, we're going to get through this. And we, we came through on the other side. Unfortunately, we, we had some... Friends had some losses and paying a Zoom shiver call or a, a Zoom, going to a Zoom funeral is on another level of understanding. But, you know, 
we're on this side, hopefully this will pass. And we've got to look forward and make plans for the future. And we look forward to the summer and only Hashem knows what's going to be with the summer. My summer plans have gone up in the air. Um, I was supposed to work for Costa Rica, um, doing a Greek island cruise marketing program for them and cooking demos and working for NCSY in Israel. We don't know what's going to be, but so long as we're, I keep saying healthy, right? That's the word, healthy. And we're staying home and staying safe now. Um, you know, we'll, we'll manage, but we, we want to kind of like recap a little bit with Donnie Schwartz, who's actually out in California. He was on the show a couple months ago and he spoke about all the great places to go for Pesach. A lot of these programs went through this crazy change, crazy fast. Like we, it was like down to almost the wire because they'd ordered the food. Some of the stuff was already being made and bam, no Pesach. And it was really hard and deposits were made and things were in motion, like the train was out of the station, right? And how did we all cope and deal with that? So I, I thought Donnie and I would chat about the, the, the way that the programs had to deal with that. Like a lot of, sure, some people are upset. I'm sure it can't be. It can't be that no one's, it was hard. It was upsetting. But let, let's talk to Donnie and hear a little bit from the other side of the so to speak. So welcome, Donnie. Thank you for having me again, Naomi. It's a pleasure. My pleasure. Sorry, you had to sit through the whole monologue. No, that's okay. <laughs> it was great. How are you? You're out in California. How's the weather by you? The weather is sunny today. Sunny and nice. Can't complain. You know, even though we're stuck indoors, uh, we get the breezes still and uh, able to take a couple walks here, isolated walks. Right. So, yeah, yeah can't see, you've got to keep the mind sane. Go Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Are your restaurants open? A lot of the restaurants are open out here for takeout, right? So they're not, uh, you know, allowing uh, anybody to sit down, of course, like anywhere, like most places in New York and on the East Coast. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens in the, you know, in the nearby in the couple next couple of weeks. I'm hearing some beaches are starting to open, and um, you know, we'll 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 really see where this uh, where this goes. Thank God, I think in California specifically, it's been a uh, a nice um, uh, change, uh, and uh, I think it's a lot of people are following the isolation rule. So I think we're having a lot less cases than um, other places, thankfully. But um, flattening that curve—that's what they talk about, right? Yes, flattening that curve. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the Pesach programs. I'm like crying for these guys. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's it's pretty nuts. You know, we, uh, you know, being the largest uh, Passover travel company out there, um, we hear it from both the program owners and we, we hear it from the customers and the, and the guests and the travelers that have been going on it um, through our Facebook group called Passover Program Reviews, close to 5,000 people. Um, you know, I feel for the program owners and I think, you know, what we're hearing from the customers and the guests is they're also trying to really understand um, from the program owners um, as well and really understand kind of where they're coming from, um, not understanding the prior history in terms of how much of a commitment uh, these program owners really put early on in terms of their food, as you mentioned, and securing entertainers and committing the hotel early on. And the programs, typically, they don't happen overnight. They take time to organize. And, uh, you know, for 20, 30 years, these programs have um, – you know, these, these guests have trusted these programs on their kashrut and on their, on their, um, 
I'm putting on a beautiful program. And I think guests are really uh, being accommodating, thankfully, to the program owners and operators out there to allow them to recoup some of their money from the hotels and from uh, other sources to allow to refund the money back to the guests. So we're starting to see that and hear that from many programs, operators around the world. Um, and we're starting to hear that as well from many guests as well. So I think it's thankfully moving in a very positive direction, um, which, uh, you know, is a change from the last few months. Um, but thankfully, right. a lot of people are, are being, you know, more accommodating. And I think a lot of program owners are also um, getting back, starting to get a lot back more of their money that they can accommodate, you know, um, a high percentage of refunds and uh, credits for next year. Right. Like credits for next year is like, it's, it's so hard to think about next year. And sometimes you want the money now or you need the money now because your financials have changed because of this situation. And Absolutely. it's, it's rough. Know, it, it's rough, you know, and, and credits, um, you know, I, I think credits for next year, um, you know, programs are still going to be here next year and they're going to be here for the next God willing 20, 30 years as they were for the past, you know, 20, 30 years. And so, um, you know, on our end, or my, my opinion is credits are, are still great. If you're getting 100% credit or even close to that, that's terrific. You know, take it and, and you know, and, and apply it for the next year because it's going to be just as good, if not better, next year as they increase the entertainment and, and make, a, make a better program. So, um, I think you know. the airlines also did good by people. Like, I know I was going overseas, so to work for Kosher Travelers for David Wallace and Ari Vic. And um, in terms of like, I had, I had bought my airline tickets because you know, that doesn't come with a deal. Yep. <laughs> I had a great deal. Um, but I had to get some of my family members' tickets too. So I found like Delta, and I have a lot of Delta credit now, <laughs> so much Delta credit because I had other events all over the country between. Like I was supposed to be in Cincinnati next week. I'm still on book tour, the Jewish oh. Book Council, my cookbook. And Delta um, gave back that credit good for a long time. And you can go anywhere. I don't think you have to go just to that place. Yeah. Um, you can use it for wherever you want, except like the short flight, say, from Greece, Athens to Rhodes. I didn't get my full credit back there, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't a lot, but I think the air really good um, in terms yeah. of accommodating there. I agree. I think I think the airlines are definitely accommodating. I think mainly in part because they're either getting some of those are get, some of some of the airlines are getting a bailout by the government. You know, uh, I don't oh think, really? Yeah, is what I heard. I know there was talk. I just didn't follow through. Yeah, I think there are some. There are some that are still trying to 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 figure it all out. Um, I think there was Virgin was in the news. I think Delta got, you know. But um, you can't say the same, unfortunately, against some of the the travel companies or the Passover programs. They're not getting bailouts by the government, right? No. And may have sunk costs that they've already paid. And that's kind of where I think, to your point, what we're discussing here is that you know the education to the public is is really you know take a step back and think about it from everyone else's perspective. These are you know, program owners and operators, full years Parnassa that they're working for. Um, and, and everyone really needs to, to understand that. And, and, you know, they've thankfully, you know, been in business for quite some time and they want to continue staying in business. And so they're working with each and every customer directly and to, to make, right. It, make it right. Right. I spoke to David from Kosher Travelers yeah. and he was, he was saying that, you know, 
each case by case. He spoke to every single customer. Oh yeah, was- David, David Wallace from Kosher Travelers. Yeah, of course. Halif from Costa Rica. You know, Ben Camille from from uh, as you know, Ben and Doe from uh, Upscale. Get away. Get away. The nicest guys, the nicest guys. Yeah, and they're working. And their business is the whole year. I know. This is their. Uh, this is their part of us. This is their livelihood. You know. It, it, you know. And I. You know. These these programs are out a lot of money, unfortunately, um, and they need to. Re, you know. They they. You know. They're trying uh, hard, very very hard, to recoup as much as they can to, you know, give back and. Uh, and not fold right for the next year. And who knows what's going to happen next year. Right. Um, you know, God willing, everyone comes back stronger through this and, uh, and they, uh, and they make everything work and, um, and there's programs next year and this virus God willing goes away quickly and, and doesn't come back. Right. It's right. So that's what the unknown, right. With this situation, like we have no answers. There's never been, on this scale, I mean, we've had, unfortunately, my foot before, so, um, but we don't know what's going to, in the 21st century with, with travel and how people move around, don't really know what the long-term effects are for travelling. And someone who's like a travel blogger, I'm like, uh, ah, <laughs> freaking out a little. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, I think we have to look at the glass half full, though, I think, you know, um, you know, God willing, uh, this this goes away. You know, sometime in May and June, and we see a lot less cases. You know, the travel industry starts picking back up um, end of the year in Q4 and and early Q1, and and uh, you know, pay off programs and beyond can can start planning right. Uh, and then obviously, of course, it's going to be a tricky situation because they can't you know start planning in January. These this is you know typically a nine to twelve month uh, planning yeah. year around, and so. My dad ran a pace-up program in Australia when I was growing up for 28 years. So I know exactly when it starts. I exactly. start planning pace-up. Isn't there an expression with the crack of the matzo you hear the chauffeur? Oh, that's great. I haven't heard that, but that's, so that's a great I'm the other way around with the sound of the chauffeur, I hear the crack of the matzo. Ah, okay. I'm busy with pace-up a whole year, like a good six months. Yeah. Um, and, and let's even pull back from pace-up. Talk about the travel industry in general, Costa Rica cruises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. Seth, Seth, um, oh my God, I'm drinking blank. Warshaw was running a program in Wyoming, I want to say, in the summer. KMR does BAMF. I'm not sure yep. who was doing what. Yep. In the summer, NCSY summer camps, we don't know. We don't, yeah. You know, I think everything's on, on pause until there's a little bit more certainty. And I, and I think it's not even just certainty. It's more of comfortableness by the consumer or the end traveler, right? Saying, hey, you know, this is, I feel comfortable to go away. What what precautions are being in place or being put in place by the travel companies or by the programs or operators, things like that. I think I think we're going to see a lot more precautions being put in place. And so that way people feel more comfortable and uh, um, ready to. uh, I don't know until like the other day, I didn't know one person who's been on a plane in the last, say four weeks. So I noticed one of my followers who I happen to realize that when I looked at her thing, I follow her and she follows me back, but she was in, 
she was on a plane. She was going on a plane. She was in Dallas and she was coming back to New York on Sunday and I, I sent her a message like, what was it like, right? Like she said she flew JetBlue and there was like before you went onto the plane you had to like wash up, at, what's it called, the Purell, yeah, and Purell. masks and gloves and they had you separated out um, around the plane. It is very scary. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we hear a lot of, um, you know, stories on our, on our Facebook group that discuss, you know, what happened this Pesach um, when they're, they're at home, right? You know, what they can do, different stories that they have. What was the impact like? What, you know, how, how was it not going away for the first time in 10 years or five years? A lot of these people, they've, they've gone away for many years. Now they got to stay home with their immediate family, not have guests, right? How do you deal with that? How do you, right? I mean, how well, do you- I have customers, who, uh, no, I, I, I have new customers who'd never made Pesach before. They yeah. don't own a vegetable peeler. Like, yeah. I, 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 a friend of mine, she's never, she's been married for 40 years, she never made Pesach. Yeah, well, we, we ran a survey recently of, you know, would you go away for next year for Pesach to a Pesach program? And um, I believe it was 83% or 84% said, yes, we will still go away. We want to go away. Oh, we can't wait to go away, right? Oh, my God, this year was great, but, you know, I miss the camaraderie with other people. I miss the programming. I miss the, the food. All the cousins get together. All the cousins, everyone, all the family gets together. They miss that, right? I mean, you don't have that. This is the one time, once a year, that I think that, you know, Jewish people can go away with their entire family have an amazing experience right they miss that so i think that's why i think next year god willing um you know it's going to be back in full force and everyone is everyone plus more are still gonna go away and right. have a great i i just i i spoke to some people who have gone away also for the last 10 years with a gun to mishpacha and they're like oh this was not so bad right this was nice <laughs> right i i don't think they're saying that because it was just the mum and the dad um at home and they didn't have to host all the sons and daughters-in-law and eight grand you know 15 grandkids if they were home and they had to host them they may sing another tune but um i i thought it was fab to be home you know you didn't need to rent a private i mean not i was always going away because i was working but like they were saying like oh you saved a fortune by staying home and you could and a lot of what, and this is going to tie in a lot of the caterers had all this food so they gave it to the people yes yeah what, what was your yeah you know um we you know we really wanted to do good by the catering community this year um you know be, having the largest passover um traveler uh, uh on uh, focus um on our website passoverlistings.com and on our group we were able to help a lot of these caterers um, bring more brand awareness to everybody saying, Hey, you know what, buy, you know, this catering food, they have open new shops. They open new retail stores. We had a lot of open retail stores in Los Angeles, um, that sold a lot of the catering food. A lot of caterers partnered with other companies, other, other supermarkets right. this year. They had a lot of food. So, um, you know, we were able to bring more awareness to a lot of the customers out there to that, you know, they should, they should buy food here. They should buy food there, both in, on my, in Florida in California in New York, New Jersey. And so, um, it's you know thankfully i think it was a it was a good situation for it wasn't the best situation for the caterers this year but i think you know i think there were companies out there that helped 
um, like us, right, kind of bring that awareness to everybody out there, which I don't think they typically get um, today. So that was really helpful for them. You know, you, you think about the caterers, you think about the, the Pesach koshering companies, you think about the Passover restaurants out there, um, you know, that weren't yeah. even in place. They can't, they can't do anything. They have to take out, take out, you know, there's no uh, dining in. So how is it? I was even thinking about like the waiters, the non-Jewish staff, the support staff. They were looking forward to that job. I know the college, at our waiter last year when I worked for Gross and Schachter, we had the most incredible pizza there last year. And and in New Jersey, we had a wonderful wait staff. And, and that college kid, you know, like he that was going to be his, his spring break job and he was going to make money off his tips and that was his money, you know, maybe travel money or something. He didn't get yeah. that. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, we... We, everything across the board everywhere yeah it's not, like it, every everything and everyone has been impacted including including the customer you know and look we we're customers too we feel for the customers everyone you know um wanting to go away and have paid for for their vacation have saved up you know the whole year for it so look we get it um and it's just super unfortunate you know we get a ton of people coming to us and asking advice what should we do how do we you know um, um how do we work with with these program owners and operators and you know they're they're amazing programs you know in florida and you mentioned you know gross and Schechter in new york you know uh um lasco tours and leisure time tours in florida and, and beyond you know thankfully you know every program that we know of today um is working so hard and diligently with which each and every customer to make everything work and to to work with them moving forward you know these guys, these guys do not, you know, this is an unfortunate circumstance that happened to everybody. You know, no one expected this. No one, right? Um, not one person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not one person. And it's, 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 um, it's just really unfortunate. And so um, everyone's in the same boat. And, it, and I think it's, it, you know, what, there's a silver lining in all this, I think, that we can see from, from kind of seeing it from both sides of the Yeah, point. show me a silver lining. Show me a silver lining. Yeah, I mean, the silver lining. Right. I mean, it's, it's the fact that like everyone is coming together. I think the, the Jewish kosher or the Jewish world in general, I mean, and even the world beyond the Jewish world, everyone's coming together to really work with everybody else because it's not impacting one person. In fact, it's really impacting everyone as a whole. And I think people are starting to really realize that um, and help everybody out. And I think people are looking inside themselves to say, how can I help the other person? as opposed to help myself, right? Everyone wants to, everyone's looking at the me, 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 right? I mean, uh, uh, Charlie Harari, a uh, really great speaker, you know, spoke about this. Is, fabulous. You, gotta, you know, fabulous speaker, speaking about yourself, you know, and thinking about yourself and in these times in your family. But the more you think about other people, the more you help, the more you give back, the more the fear and the anxiety and the nerves kind of calm down and relax. And I think it, it just shows from all the amazing things that people are doing, across the world and all the amazing um, things that people are doing within the Pesach industry, um, whether it be uh, Passover program operators, whether it be customers, whether it be people like you, Naomi, kind of spreading that word and spreading that positivity and just everybody in, in, as a whole. So I, I really applaud everybody trying to help the travel and Passover industry move forward to really the next level and get past this, this un unfortunate event and, and, um, and look positive and look at the glass half full. Yeah, absolutely. I am like waiting to like be able to move out of this. Yeah. 
zone <laughs> out of this right. mental zone, out of the physical zone. Um, I went for a drive the other day, didn't get out of the car just to look at something different. Um, yeah. Get a bit refreshed. And I, I look forward to be able to go on, on, on a plane again and do, I have this like stick with a plane pad. I t always touch the outside of a plane. I will actually be a little bit more of a germaphobe. I was right. not a germaphobe before. Um, we, I go out to eat a lot at great restaurants with friends. We have these foodie dinners and we're sharing and drinking from each other's cups. And I think that's definitely going to change. Um, like I'm, a, I'm, I'm that plain pad I always do. I might wear a glove when I do it next. And we, we switch <laughs> yeah. from, remember that whole plastic bag? Do you still have that whole plastic bag rule in LA? New York was, New York's transitioning out of using plastic bags into tote bags. Oh, right. Okay. Recycling. I'm pro you probably have it in LA already. Probably, yeah. You don't even realize. Or you're not shopping that you <laughs> don't realize. But, you know, so, so recycling, right? That whole thing, literally, as this thing started, that's when New York was phasing in the rules. It went away. Back with it, back with the plastic bags. Doesn't matter because we have, we're using the plastic gloves. So right. Right, right. We're being a little bit yeah. disposable right now, but hopefully we'll get back into, I'm very into recycling. I'm very aware of my um, footprints that I leave um, yeah. on this earth of my garbage. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a whole new world and we'll just see what's going to be. We just have to stay focused and happy and, you know, you look to the future, but sometimes we, we don't know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree, you know, and I think, I think we're going to get past it. I think they're going to find a vaccine. And I think, you know, getting back to the travel industry world, I think people are going to, you know, want to go away and they want to get out of their house immediately <laughs> once they're able to and enjoy, um, you know, what a lot of these operators have to offer. So, um, you know, they're going to get back at it and they're going to have an amazing time and, and they're going to, there's going to be a lot of, uh, um, people going away and enjoying that and uh, taking use of, of the platforms out there. I hope that the kids have summer camp. <laughs> That's the travel <laughs> camp that my daughter put on a bus to yes. camp. Let's go. See ya. You and me both. You and me both. Hey, they like, you know, never from these kids. So yep. You got your kids zooming school? Not yet. Um, oh, actually, yeah, actually they are. Uh, my daughter, she is doing uh, Zooms on, you know, on, on TV and uh, on the computer uh, with, you know, these yoga Zooms and these, you know, uh, uh, teacher Zooms. Yeah. So uh, she actually is doing that. Yeah. You know, okay, days. good. And there's lots of stuff. I, I actually started doing Zoom cooking classes. People have been hiring me to oh. do Zoom cooking cooking classes um i've done a lot of them lately right. I, I think i have five next week <laughs> yeah um yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's definitely it's definitely yeah uh, you know the world has changed and we're looking at new ways to make money johnny thank you so much for joining our table for two uh today on the nakam Siegel network um thank you for having me we'll, we will be in touch we will talk at a different time and and get everything up and running for you and for everyone uh in the travel industry Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to seeing what's to come. And uh, yes. hopefully everything uh, gets better and we're all moving forward past this. Thank you. Okay. Looking forward to seeing you out in LA. <laughs> yes. Make a trip once we can.
Take care. Thanks, Thanks Naomi. Thanks, Don. That was Donnie Schwartz from Passover Listings uh, joining us from California on this very special spring season of Zoom uh, with Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Seal Network. I just want to give a big shout out to my local supermarket, Gourmet Glap, for being so incredible and getting everybody through this crazy, insane time um, and just, you know, finding the balance there and just, you know, it was crazy in the beginning and they just worked through it and they're really just a big shukai off to Michael Meglat. If anybody wants to give a message via me to their supermarket or their community, I'm happy to give them a shout out. Email me, Naomi at nachamsegal.com. I also want to hear what you made over Pesach um, from my books or whatever, just in general. Let's let's keep this, let's keep this conversation going like we do every Friday. Okay, we're gonna sign off. This is table for two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored. Uh, we've got music sponsored by our friends at Kedem all the way up to Lich Benching. I, I want to wish you all a Shabbat Shalom and look forward to seeing you all next week. Happy cooking. <laughs>